I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. I'm so excited to talk to you today about one of my favorite saints. She's a modern saint, and I think about her a lot this time of year at the beginning of September because September 5th is her feast day. She died on September 5th, 1997, and September 10th is another big day for this saint because in 1946, on September 10th, God called this woman to leave behind the Loretto sisters where she was serving as a teacher in India and invited her to start a new order to serve the poorest of the poor. You know who I'm talking about. It's the founder of the Missionaries of Charity, St. Mother Teresa. Now, many people have heard of St. Mother Teresa. They know about her extraordinary work for the poor, caring for the poorest of the poor throughout the slums around the world. But not many people know about the interior journey of faith mother was led through by our Lord Jesus. Not many people know about her interior life, her spiritual life, and I want to share with you some dramatic events that took place long before she was even called to start the Missionaries of Charity. Something big was happening in her soul. God was preparing her for that call when she was a young gal, and especially in her early years as a Loretto sister. But let's go back and talk a little bit about who she was. So Mother Teresa was born in 1910. She uh, came from a family of five children. She was very close to her mother. Her father was killed in a political assassination in the in the nationalist movement in Albania when she was eight years old. And, and so you can imagine her relationship with her mother became even more pronounced after that experience. And when you learn a little bit about her mom, her mom had a profound influence on Mother Teresa. Uh, talk about, uh, there's a saying that behind every great man is a great woman. Well, you might say behind every great woman is another great woman. <laughs> I think that's what you see here with St. Mother Teresa because she had a great mom, a full of faith, uh, and often you know was, was so careful in how she was raising her kids. And that certainly had a profound influence impact on Mother Teresa's own spiritual life. A couple little stories. She used dramatic teaching methods to try to remind their kids, her kids the importance of virtue and following Jesus. She once uh, put a big basket of apples together and then put one bad apple in the midst of the others. And you know what happens. You know She came back and showed the children what happened to the other beautiful apples. They had become rotten because of the one bad apple. And she said, that's what happens when you don't have good friends. Bad companions will harm you. They'll harm the rest of the community. And so that, that was a, a lesson that really left an impression on Mother Teresa. Uh, there was another time when some of the children were complaining about the teacher at the school, and the this the, the mother did not want to tolerate any kind of, of sinful talk like that, any kind of uh, complaining, criticism of others. And so as she heard the children all grumbling and complaining about this teacher, she went down to the basement and turned off the, the power switch for the whole house, the circuit breaker, and turned off the electricity for the rest of the night. And she said, I'm a widow and I won't waste electricity on your sinful talk. <laughs> so a pretty dramatic uh, a moment, but but it left a great impression. Mother Teresa always remembered that, uh, how important it is to use our speech, to always use it to build up. Uh, that shaped her and her own teaching of her sisters on how they use their speech and never to fall into criticism or gossip. In fact, uh, her mom had a sign in their house 
uh, that, that, that warned against gossip. Uh, the mom had a dressmaking business, so people would come and bring the dresses in or bring the clothing in for repair. And she would they'd often be waiting in the house while she was doing the work. And But there was a sign that said no gossip, and there was a woman there who was falling into gossip, making fun of people and criticizing people in the, in the village. And, and Mother Teresa's mom just pointed at the sign and, you know, uh, that said no gossip. Uh, and, and the woman became very offended and was very, very mad and just said, fine, I'm going to take my business elsewhere, grab the dress and left. And all the children were scared. They were all sad. But the mother got the children together, Mother Teresa and her siblings, and said, look, that's okay. We can do without money but we cannot do with sin. <laughs> what a beautiful line. We could do without money. You know, we lost some business. That hurts, but what hurts more is sin. And, and let's not let's not let's not make any compromises here. I, I think one of the, the the most poignant moments in Mother Teresa's relationship with her mom came as Mother Teresa was getting ready to leave home. You see, she wanted to uh, join the Loretto sisters and become a missionary, and she had this great desire to go to India. And the Sisters of Loretto had a mission in, in, in India, and she was going to leave home and go to Dublin, Ireland to, to, to study English, uh, and, then, and then go off to, eventually go off to India. And as she's saying goodbye to her mom, just picture this moment, uh, the parting between mother and daughter who were so close, how difficult that would have been. She's just 18 years old and she's leaving home. And at this time, there's no Skype. You're not FaceTiming with mom. <laughs> uh, you're not even on a phone call. At this period in the early 1900s, you're wondering, I, I may never see my mom again. And so this could be like goodbye forever until we meet again in heaven. Uh, and listen to what Mother Teresa's mom said to her as they were saying goodbye. Uh, she said, put your hand in his hand. That's what the mom said to Mother Teresa. Put your hand in God's hand. Put your hand in God's hand and walk alone with him and never look back. Walk ahead because if you look back, you will go back. Wow, how hard that would be for a mom to say goodbye. I've had dear friends who've sent off their kids to join cloisters and religious orders, and they talk about how, how hard that was. It is a tremendous sacrifice. Yeah, I think about Mary at the cross, just, just giving up her son and consenting to his crucifixion. And here, here Mother Teresa has that just indomitable spirit. Her, her mother had this great uh, confidence in God's plan and said, put your hand in his hand, walk with him and never look back. Because if you, if you look back, you'll just want to go back, go forward and go with the Lord. Little did she know, little did mother Teresa know at that moment as an 18 year old saying goodbye to her mom, that she would never see her mother again for the rest of her life. She never saw her mom again. Her, her family later moved to Tyran, uh, Tyrania, uh, in Albania, and her mother and sister lived all the way into the 1970s. But the oppressive Albanian regime prevented uh, their family from ever leaving Albania and prevented Mother Teresa, even when Mother Teresa was this world-famous person, prevented her from ever coming in uh, to the atheistic, communistic country. Uh, so Mother Teresa experienced great loss and suffering. She never saw her mom again. So how hard that was. Now, I want to share with you, because I think this lays some foundation for understanding how God was using the mother to form Mother Teresa. <laughs> uh, so God was using her mom to form her and, and, and encouraging her to put her, to hold her hand in God's hand and totally walk with him. And as she's saying goodbye, she once wrote a poem 
back to her mom and her family and all of her friends at her parish. It was a poem called Farewell, and she was saying goodbye to her mom and her family and her friends there in, uh, uh, in her hometown. And, and, and she's, it's, the image of this poem is she's leaving, uh, she's leaving Europe for the, and she, at the time she thinks she may never even come back to Europe at all. And she's on the boat and she's saying goodbye to the European shore and she's sailing off into the sea that's going to take her all the way around to India. And, and it's a goodbye poem. But I have a question for you to make this personal. Have you ever experienced a call in your life where you sense God's asking you to do something and it's kind of painful? Like, you, like you, you're, you're sensing God wants you to give something up. Now, there's another part of you that's also being drawn by God and there's an excitement about the new direction or the new city or the new job or the vocation, whatever it is. So there's some joy in it. Uh, and you, if you're feeling drawn toward it, but you also experience pain and a letting go and a sacrifice. And sometimes those two things, we wonder, can they really go together? Um, and you see it in the saints. You see them when God calls them, there's peace, there's joy, but there's also heavy sacrifice and pain and suffering. And yet in underneath all of that suffering comes this deeper peace that the world cannot give. Uh, listen to Mother Teresa's words here. She says, uh, and picture her, she's on the boat. That's the image we're supposed to have. And the boat is leaving the shores of, of Ireland, the shores of Europe. Uh, and she's going to go off to India. And she no doesn't know if she'll ever come back. So she's saying goodbye. Here's the words. I leave my beloved home and dear native land. To sweltering Bengal I go to a far distant place. I leave behind my companions. I give up my relatives and home. My heart is drawing me to serve my Christ. Now notice that language there. She's talking about, I give up my relatives and home. I'm leaving behind my companions. This is hard. And yet my heart is drawing me to do this. Even though this is difficult, there's something drawing her to do the difficult. When you notice that in your own spiritual life, when you notice that, that kind of push from God, your God, God tugging at your heart. He's drawing you. You're restless in where you are now. And, and yet he may be drawing you to something that's scary. It's new. It's different. It's hard. Uh, it, there's, there's fear and there's pain involved in that. But you sense God drawing you. That, that, that mixture oftentimes is how God works in the lives of the saints because he calls us to something great. But that something great can be very demanding. And that's what it was with Mother. Listen to what Mother Teresa's poem goes on to say. Beloved Mother, farewell. Farewell to you all. A greater force is pushing me towards a scorching India. <laughs> so she's saying goodbye to mom. She's saying goodbye to all of her family. And it's hard for her. And yet she describes as this other force. It's God drawing her. She says, On the boat bravely stands with a joyful, serene face. Christ's happy little new bride. So you can picture here's Mother Teresa, this new bride of Christ, this new little Loretto sister, and she's all happy. She's the joyful bride. She's going off to be a missionary, all exciting. But that's not the full picture. Listen to what Mother Teresa says next in the poem. In her hand, a metal cross on which hangs salvation, and her soul readily offers this moment's heavy sacrifice. I love that. Just those two stanzas back and forth. So again, you picture here's the happy new bride. She's excited. She's going off on this mission. And yet as she's standing on the cross and her, her, her face is smiling, she's clinging on to this crucifix. You just picture her desperately just, just 
holding on as tight as she can to this cross because this hurts so much. Uh, at this moment's heavy sacrifice, I am saying goodbye to Europe. I'm saying goodbye to my mom. I'm saying goodbye to my family. I may never see them again. She says in the poem, Receive, O God, this sacrifice as a token of my love. And tiny warm tears, pure like summer dew, silently begin to flow to confirm and consecrate the heavy sacrifice now offered. And she signs the poem at the end, missionary. I love this poem. I love this poem because it really captures when there's a call in our life, you know, a significant call where God may be asking us again to maybe change our career, change city, uh, change a relationship, uh, go in a, a new direction, give up something. Like there's, there's often something pulling us, it's drawing us, and yet it, it may be really hard. It may be really difficult. And that's what you see in Mother. You see she, she's being drawn to do this, to go be a missionary, to go to India. And yet it's so hard. She's clinging to the cross. There's tears coming down her eye. And she's offering this up as a sacrifice. That's a great reminder for us because sometimes when we're discerning God's will in our lives, we tend to focus just on our feelings. And I hear so many people say, oh, I don't feel at peace, so I shouldn't do that. And I'm like, well, really? I mean, Mother Teresa, did she feel peace? as She felt at a deeper level peace, but it was painful. It was really hard. She was really scared. She's, I mean, you can almost picture her hand trembling as she's clinging to that little cross. Uh, this really hurt. This was a major sacrifice. Are you going to let your superficial fears control you? Because if Mother Teresa let her fears, her fears of suffering, her, quote, lack of peace, because, oh, this is going to be really hard, if she let that control her, she, we would never know who Mother Teresa is. She, she would have turned back, and she wouldn't have done all this great work for the Lord and for the kingdom and for the world, right? Um, so we don't want to search for superficial peace. And I think that's what I hear many people say, oh, I didn't feel peace about that. No, no, no. Jesus wants to give a peace that the world does not give, something deeper, uh, and it may involve many tears. It may involve a lot of sacrifice. But deep down, there's something drawing us. And that's what we see in Mother. There was something drawing her. It was almost as if as difficult and as painful as this sacrifice was to say goodbye to her family and friends in Europe, she knew that it would have been, it would have been even harder to go back and give up the call of the Lord. So she says yes. Now, I'm going to lead you to the last point I want to consider as she serves with the Loretto sisters for a number of years. Um, she's now 32 years old. And every year she would go on an annual retreat. And on this particular year, 1942, she, she wanted to do something special for Jesus. Every year she would make a special gift. She'd do some special resolution, maybe a new devotion or give up something. So she always gave something at the end of a retreat for the next year. But on this year, she felt so moved by God to do something beautiful, she said, something without reserve. So this is going to be bigger than anything she'd ever done on any previous retreat. And she says this, quote, I've been burning with a desire to love him as he's never been loved before. <laughs> wow, what a line from Mother Teresa. You really get into her heart. She says, I've been burning with desire to love him as he's never been loved before. This isn't just, I want to love Jesus, I want to do something special. This is, I want to love him like no one else has ever loved him before. 
Uh, and and it's just just incredible desire of her to just give Jesus as much love as possible. Not because she wanted to just do something big and grandiose for her own sake to be a special saint that people would remember. No, this had nothing to do with it. It was just she just loved Jesus and wanted to give him a great gift. You know what her gift was? She made a private vow. Now, she did this with consultation with her spiritual director. She didn't just go off and randomly do this on her own, but she made a special private vow never to refuse Jesus anything under pain of mortal sin. It's incredible. So she she basically said if, if God was if she knew God was calling her to do something, she wouldn't waver, she wouldn't hesitate, she wouldn't put it off. She was gonna say yes. She was gonna do whatever he tells you, like Mary says a Cana. Uh, and, and she and if she didn't do what God wanted, she would be put herself under mortal sin. So a very unique, extraordinary vow. We could spend time just contemplating that for a moment, but I want to just talk about practically what that meant for Mother. Mother was a woman of prompt action. When she saw a need, she rushed and, and ran to it. She, if she sensed God asking her to do something, she just trusted and she did it. And it led her to be so bold for the Lord, to totally entrust her life to the Lord. You know, I, I, I think about something she said here. She talked about how, you know, she always emphasized following God in the little things in life. Uh, and the, and you can tell this sprung from her own vow that she had made. You know, the littlest things in life are, are not small because they come from God. Listen to what she says here. To the good God, nothing is little because he's so great and we so small. That is why he stoops down and takes the trouble to make those little things for us to give us a chance to prove our love for him. What does she mean by this? You know, uh, like those little moments, we have a little inspiration. I think I should go stop by the chapel and pray. Or I think I should say a Hail Mary right now. Or I think I should call my mom. Or I think I should go say sorry. Or I, I, I'm i facing a little challenge right now and I'm, I want, I'm tempted to lose my temper. Or I'm tempted to get discouraged. Uh, or I'm tempted to complain. Whatever that, whatever that little thing that's happening in my life, I have an opportunity to prove my love for Jesus. Mother Teresa says those little things aren't little. They're really big because they come from the infinite God. God enabled this to happen. God allowed, he permitted this, this challenge, this difficulty, this traffic, this, uh, this difficult situation at work. He's permitting these things to happen to give me the opportunity to prove my love for him. And so because God is, is allowing it to happen, these aren't small. They come from the infinite God. Listen to what she says. She says, because he makes them, they're very great. He can't make anything small. Yes, my dear children, be faithful in little practices of love, of little sacrifices, of the little interior mortification, of little fidelities to the rule. That's what will make you Christ-like. So it's proving our love to Jesus in the little things. You know, those are what matter the most. And, 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 and to realize that they're not little because God allowed them. He's giving us the chance to show our faithfulness. Now, Mother did this in extraordinary ways by based on her vow, you know, that she made to not refuse Jesus anything, but it can inspire us who may not ever make a vow like that, but to ask ourselves, how quick are we to respond to God's will? Or do we put things off? Do we procrastinate? Do we hem and haw? Do we complain? Do we do the right thing, but we do it begrudgingly, complaining about, oh, I guess I have to do this. That's the nice Christian thing to do. Or do I give my heart joyfully, cheerfully, and fully Mother Teresa reminds us of what real fidelity looks like. 
Uh, so, so many other things I wish we could we could look at with Mother Teresa, but here at the beginning of September where the church draws our attention to this great modern saint, let's not just remember her for her great humanitarian aid that she offered the world, uh, the wonderful love and care she had for the outcasts and the suffering and the poor. Yes, amen to all that. She is a model uh, to, the, to, the, to, the, to that gospel, but she's also a model for the spiritual life. Let's remember those lessons from her mom, how much the mother had an influence on her at a young age. Let's remember that total abandonment that Mother Teresa had, that she trusted the Lord and followed him even when it was difficult. She didn't allow her fears and her suffering or sacrifices to keep her from doing the right thing, from following God's will. And finally, let's remember this last point that her vow kind of points to, that for all of us that may not have a vow like that, and let's give prompt, joyful responses to the little opportunities we have to prove our love in our marriage, in our family, in our workplace, in our parishes, whatever God may be calling us to. Well, my friends, thank you so much in this week of St. Mother Teresa. Uh, let's ask her intercession for all of us that we uh, may live like she did as a faithful disciple. And if you like this podcast, please share it with others. If you know how to reach me, you can find me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. And you can always find me on my website as well, edwardsree.com. Thank you so much, and God bless you all.